0: You are listening to Proudly Resents Oh, reasons. I, I can't even hear you well.
1: oh, yeah. Hi, this is Danny Guazelle. uh Proudly Resents
0: The Cult Movie Podcast The Adam Man Show To all you Proudly Resents listeners out there Just remember You can't test on hospitality I want it on it
1: Proudly Resents, ProudlyResents.com, I'm Adam Spiegelman. Today we proudly resent Roadhouse. Uh, Joel Stein, writer for Time Magazine, and wrote the book Man Made, A Stupid Quest for Masculinity. And from Roadhouse, Kathleen Wilhoyt, her podcast SuckTheJoy.com. Uh, it came out in 1989, of course. Patrick Swayze is a bouncer in a very competitive town, kind of walking tall meets bouncers. Kathleen, you were, how did it come about, the film, for you?
2: Um, well, just the usual classic, you know, you audition for the role and, uh, but the greatest thing for me in that, for that film is that my agents had negotiated for me to get $11,000 a week, which for me in, the, for in 1989 was a <laughs> zillion dollars yeah. Yeah. and they had written it down incorrectly when they sent a fax and the casting office thought it said $17,000 a week. For two weeks, I was only scheduled to do this film for two weeks. Uh I got a a $6,000 raise. Because of the bad facts. Yeah. Wow. wow. It was fantastic. And they hired me for two weeks. And Uh they could have shot my stuff out in two weeks. But uh, they kept me on for three months. I was just like, Wait, so you got seventeen thousand a week for three months? For three months, dude. And I was with like your age.
0: How much? What'd you do with it?
2: I bought a house.
0: You were not my age. I'm I'm forty one. You are? Yeah. You look
2: great. Stop
0: it. Come on. I love this podcast. Dang it. Um, you bought a house with Roadhouse. Do you call it Roadhouse, the house?
2: No, I mean, you know, I, I, it was like 4,500 square feet of a house that I couldn't afford to furnish because I was so <laughs> house poor. Yeah, you were hoping for a house too? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah. yeah, exactly. No, you sing, you play the waitress who loves Patrick Swayze's butt, apparently. not. was What was that scene like? <laughs> There's a weird scene where you bring him breakfast randomly.
2: Oh, um, the obligatory. at the time, I, you know, there was so much going on for me socially. I was dating the first AD. Um, we were getting to, like when uh, on all the bar scenes we were drinking beer was there, real there was yeah the and and the, the first time I'd ever encountered real like all of the Hollywood you know there were hookers on the set there was I was putting my makeup on there was a, a hooker that came in she's emptying out trying to find a, a lipstick and a, or a compact and uh, she puts a gun down with a pearl handle like a f- and I was just like what the f-? can we swear
0: yeah, like please. what the fuck but you you're, know, you're, you're acting like you were young the eve and this was normal for a Hollywood set. That's not normal for a Hollywood set. That's was, messed up.
2: It was so messed up. But who was I, letting this go on? Well, I don't know. It was just the I don't know. It was just the time. There was cocaine, partying, like, and I was like in the throes of my self-destructive phase. I was in heaven. <laughs> Perfect. It was, but there was like people lining in to walk into trailers, and then uh-huh. they'd come out wiping the corners of their mouth, like. And then, are these, you know, like,
0: high-end hot hookers, or is this, the like, low-end? Okay,
2: Hot. These are high-end...
1: Was this in Hollywood? Where did you guys shoot the movie? New Hall. Uh, where's that? Where's
2: it, out in, it? Um, like, Valencia, you know, out in the desert area. So they, they were have shipping in like hookers
1: there. from Hollywood area? Well, they were part Valley?
2: of the extras, you know, but so the, uh, it was so crazy.
0: The movie the is a, hookers. The movie's about cleaning up a bar. Right. <laughs> and instead, you, the set needed to be cleaned up.
2: Oh, my God. But what you're forgetting about is that in the storyline of the film, he's a, a bouncer with a Ph.D. in philosophy.
0: Is he a Ph.D.? NYU, or is he a, under, I, thought was, I thought it was undergrad. It was was a PhD. It, I, I just it was watched a it Saturday. <laughs>
1: Oh uh, no! It was it PhD, Ph.D. or something? No, either he way, just, he went to NYU. I could not get into NYU. <laughs> this bouncer got into but NYU. But I like that the person who I, wrote the, the script Bible. was like, "What's
0: the best school in the world?" They're like, <laughs> ah, <yeah."> <laughs> "NYU." <laughs> <laughs> Nothing wrong with NYU. It was like, that's... Well, that's where you learned to be a bouncer at NYU. I mean, what else is there to do? Well, people were more impressed by his major than anything I was Like philosophy, that's <laughs> <a> hardest <laughs> <major."> <laughs> the hardest major.
2: The biggest losers I know majored in philosophy. Yeah. Like, what do you do with that?
0: What do you do? You think about getting a job? Yeah, I guess you think
2: you ponder. Well, it makes
1: you a better bouncer somehow.
2: I, I in this case it it does and you know here's another thing that the a script was written by this guy Rowdy Harrington who directed it Yeah and he wait maybe was he not? No, he was the director. Anyway, but the point is, he was a, a gaffer uh-huh. for years. So there were some people on the crew that was like, grrr, oh, that guy liar. used uh-huh. to be like a, you know, a, I don't know so if he was a mediocre gaffer, but there was that element to it. There was a lot going and on. why was
0: he named Rowdy, like Roddy Piper?
2: I don't know. I know. I, I don't. There's only don't two know.
0: Rowdies I know.
2: And it's one of those things where you don't ask the director, why was your name Rowdy?
1: You don't, you don't get lippy right away when you're getting paid way no, too much money. No, but he was super nice. It's he super wasn't. Nice. Did he have control of the set? Is that what you're saying? He didn't?
2: No, Joel Silver. You're on a Joel Silver oh, set. Oh, that's right. Is it's a Joel,
1: Joel Silver? That's oh, a so what is he like? So people yeah. don't know. He's All a right. super producer, big, Jewy guy who yells at everybody. Well, Well, right?
2: he actually, in the movie with the cartoon um, Uh, Roger Rabbit in Roger Rabbit there's an opening scene where he's with the Tweety Bird or something and he's like that's Joel Silver the producer and he's playing himself Uh. like that guy's gonna you know get that guy on the side he was always he would interrupt takes yelling at people on the phone it was but you know what the thing when he that was
1: the phone it was like a huge brick phone
2: he, oh he, oh i guess because it's 1989 but the thing that was so neat about him is that he run he has such a happy crew he treats his crew so beautifully sure, hookers. well yeah exactly <laughs> He's I, no but the, you, the it has the best catering That anytime he wants to force a call or any kind of thing that's a little shady, everyone's like, I'm in, I'm in, I'm in, I'm in. Like you can see, it's one of those cases of like when you treat your people well, they're gonna they're gonna work that much harder for you, you know. And conversely, there he is like screaming at people uh, that are crossing him and Uh uh, on the phone.
0: Were you on Joel Silver's good side? I was on
2: his good side. He gave me a bracelet for my birthday, and I actually had some great conversations with him on the set. I felt like he. Uh, divided women up at that time and pro- he's probably different now and sure. if he hears this podcast you're never gonna work in this town again get <laughs> he's maybe,
1: signing he, the papers right now yeah exactly but
2: he uh had like the there were the hookers and there were his family members and if you landed anywhere in between he didn't quite know what to do with you you're
0: not a whore kind of uh
2: well i'm like a tomboy uh, you know you uh, right. like uh back then i was like a you know, I, I had a lot of male friends. You know, I pl- hung out with rock so bands like said, and right. stuff like that. So I have sort of some of that energy, which he's not used to. I don't think so. I felt like uh, we developed a really interesting and sweet rapport. I, I actually enjoyed his company a lot, and he's super. Come on, he's super smart. Oh yeah. And I appreciate, and he's funny. Right. Smart and funny goes a long way with me, and he treated me really well. So uh, if I were to just wear those kind of things that horses wear, you know, blinders on the side and how maybe other people were being treated, Uh, my uh, relationship with him was very, I think, pure and sweet.
1: So he would yell at people and then but then buy people back like with his love. Like yeah. yeah, Yeah
2: I mean, it's true, but with his love and his power, and and you never will forget his power on his one of his sets.
1: What I do just, you talk to him about when you guys sit and chat? Oh, I'd
2: always tease him about, like, when are you going to get a, a girlfriend? You know, I t- talk to him about, like, you know, just silly stuff. And, and plus, he... Um, he and my, that I was just starting to date this one guy on the set, you know, the first A.D., it, halfway through the, the sh- shoot, you know. So he would always tell me, why are you going to date that guy? You know, like, anyway, he was really back, nice
0: to me. To get back to the hookers. Yeah, I know, <laughs> the, it is fantastic. Wait, did they, there are a lot of naked extras in the movie. Yes. Were those, were those, yes. the, hook, those were the hookers? <laughs> yeah. Okay, the hookers. They, so they were, they had multiple jobs on set.
2: Pros. Wow.
0: wow, that's exactly. so efficient. Yeah, he wasn't. He was a good producer. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He knew what he was doing.
2: But you know, I I could also say that I don't know. Maybe they were having conversations in their trailer. I have no idea. Maybe right. she yeah, was yeah. just somebody who needed to arm herself because I don't know. Or maybe Balloons. they were just
0: like hot yeah. naked extra types who wanted to meet guys. Here's They're taking acting in lessons.
2: The, yeah, and the in the makeup trailer, there was this was a conversation I stuck in my brain. I never want to forget. They were talking about the obstacle course at Hef's house and how one girl cheated, when she jumped over the giant inflatable dildo into the Jello pool, and and it was the most like wow. when and I was like I am not in Santa Barbara anymore. <laughs> Clearly, like when do you get to hear two chicks that are like she fucking cheated, man? It's not fair. <laughs> I was totally the winner. I can't believe it.
0: There's no honor amongst ours. No, no. <laughs> a lot
1: of cheating. Yeah, first Lance Armstrong and now uh, Tiffany. This is unbelievable. <laughs>
2: but it was so strange to see them as because you always. I always think of like, how could anyone do that? You know, and then here they are, as just like part of the gang in the the makeup trailer. Right.
1: So they had a working bar, and you guys would just sit around and drink while that shooting. That like usually a horrible idea it because was there's a lot crazy. of downtime in a movie,
2: exactly. right? Exactly. I need to drive home.
1: We're
2: happy.
1: we Were you ever drunk when they were like, ready, Kathleen? We're ready for you. Totally. Yeah. The whole like
2: time to you know, but it was in the days where you know. I wanted to be a rock star, and you know. That's it was, I do. mean, and also I may be glamorizing it in my mind.
0: You've not glamorized it. No. Uh.
1: <laughs> Let me do a sure terrible you. job of glamorizing <laughs> it. So how did you end up there being there for three months? They just forgot to let you go? Were there other scenes?
2: <laughs> well, you know, they had me do all those bar scenes. Oh, so I was you were in, in the all of those. Yeah, and I would just really walk by extra. the camera and do you know when you're an extra, they don't want you to actually applaud that you have mm-hmm. to do this fake applause. So I'd always walk in front of Joel Silver's thing doing my fake applause. Ha 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 da and I'd always just <laughs> sing that. he <laughs> would be like, Get out of here, Kathleen.
1: <laughs> there are great scenes where you're just walking behind the, the Fantastic. actual scene. <laughs> and
2: Check, please. You yeah. know? It was really like a great, for me, a, one of I had so much fun on
1: wow. that show. You sing in the in the movie. How did yeah. that come about? Is that because they knew you sang? Or? Because
2: we would be drinking beer all day and was shooting these bar scenes, drinking beer, um, breathing in vanilla-flavored smoke, right, because they have to smoke up the set. Wow. And then um, Jeff Healy was uh, all mic'd and sound, ready to go, band set up, and I would sing at lunch, just the blues, I'd sing with those guys, and then finally Joel was like, we gotta gotta have Kathleen singing in this, so then I sang that. But my ex-husband said once to me, did you try to act like you were trying to be like a real blues singer when you sang in that movie? I divorced that
1: fucker right away or did you wait a day <laughs> no i waited
2: 18 months but he was a lemon he was a lemon <laughs> it
1: was a bad sign I was
2: like no i was trying to be cool god it is
1: really from one of the one of the bar patrons says i didn't know the waitress could sing <laughs> <laughs> just
0: people at home could suspend disbelief for one more minute did um did the original script the, the movie look a lot like the original script or was it totally different
2: uh, it, it was that was the script they showed. That was the script. script. Yeah, okay. I mean you know, I mean, it was hard to follow in the script because the logic was so <laughs> the <laughs> there were some logic problems. Yeah, it was yeah huge. Yeah.
0: and some tone changes in yeah, the movie.
2: Totally, and yeah. like you know stuff like the naked butt scene. I it didn't say that he. Lo- sh- I don't remember it saying she looks at his naked butt but and they do wouldn't? a close-up of his...
0: He's an amazing well, what were you
1: shooting when, when you did that boing? Your eyes like went out of your head? Well, you know <laughs> what? A, that was like, like a... sex Avery shot?
2: That was a... Uh, Joel Silver insisted upon that shot. Uh-huh. And that him. was not... And I was uh, actually like, are you kidding me? Really? Because uh-huh. at that point... Yeah, he actually insisted upon that particular shot. And it—it it is one of the most memorable things from my part in the film. <laughs> but at the time, I was like, oh, come on. All right, ready, action, done, wrap, move on, move on to the scene. I didn't think it was going to be such... And it got, you know, when I, I remember at the screening, which is the last time I saw it, but it got a laugh, I guess. Yeah, I hope. Or else just like what a what a crappy actress. Nice <laughs> mugging, you know.
1: Yeah, it was a good thing they didn't use that shot other places. Just Jesus. you mugging. Like, yeah, exactly.
2: <laughs> now it would be entirely different. Look at that ass. It's fantastic.
1: <laughs> Jesus. We do the same interview in thirty years. Yeah, we exactly. Get the voice. <laughs> well, what was Patrick Swayze like?
2: Sweet. I, got another, I was actually sad when he passed away. He was very nice to me. People are nice to me. I, You right. know, I do my time clock theory of life. I punch in. I show up at work. I don't want any problems. Don't mess with my hair. Whatever you want, guys. You know, I, I just want to do my gig and get out. And I understand the... I understood early on the... A hierarchy and where I fit in in the scheme of things and I survive very well even in difficult sets when I don't push back at all. And so Patrick, very nice to me. Uh-huh. To the guy that he had a fight scene with who was an extra who was not a stunt person, he beat the shit out of him on the set. That's a weird story.
0: Well, how, what do you mean?
2: Well, they went to shoot the thing and Patrick's very invested in doing the fight scenes and this guy guy is just an extra. He's not a stunt fighter or anything. And they were shooting the scene and he, he like beat him up. I found that to be really creepy and weird.
0: Wow. He Which, yeah. Was it one of the main guys he beats? This, the movie is nothing but him beating people up.
2: Yeah. Well, this was one little extra. I didn't, I thought it was crazy and when unnecessary. How? I, I and
0: didn't see that coming, obviously.
2: No, and I found it made me sick because, you know, as an actress, I would have done anything to, to be in a film, right. right? You know, I'm just lucky. I waltzed down. I'm like, I'm in the theater program at USC. Right. Three weeks later, I'm the star of private school, <laughs> but that's just the way it worked out for me had it had i not gotten that break when i was 18 years old they needed a comedian to play 16 i may have very well been like oh i'll do a fight scene with you know some actual person who can actually fight he knows how to fight you know he's a, he's a dancer and it was a very creepy and strange thing i hope that i have a misunderstanding of the situation but i remember driving home wanting to take a shower like that is you know, on many days because there were all
1: sorts <laughs> the of. The hooker <laughs> thing was fine with yeah. you. But they're beating a man up for no reason. Did the, the, the yeah. guy, they extra say, like, oh, I know how to fight, like you said, he lied and then he wound up getting his ass kicked?
0: Well, it's supposed to be fake. It's a movie. I
1: yeah. think
2: that he thought he was an actor. I think that he thought he was cast as a three line part, you know, oh. under five. Right, right. And uh, I don't think he banked on uh, doing a fight scene. And I thought that, I hope I, I hope I have misunderstood that situation. And And maybe someone will write you and say, you know what, Kathleen's full of shit. That's not the case. But it seemed to me that there was an actor who showed up on the set who got his ass beat.
1: As soon as you're out of your body cast, write me and tell me whether or not. <laughs> <laughs> Poor guy. <laughs>
2: Fuck that guy.
1: I had no idea. So, yeah, were there a lot of extras that weren't actors? Just like local people or local hookers, I guess. But
2: no, I, they were. They were. It was, like I said, it's a Joel Silver set. It was Everybody. A big budget. Movie. Yeah. Big yeah, yeah. budget. The, movie. the
0: expectations for this movie were pretty high. Patrick Swayze was a huge star. Great cast. Uh, and it fits in that '80s. If it's in many 80s genres. But, well, yeah, um, there's different movies going yeah. on.
1: It became Rambo. It seemed like the part where you're after the butt scene and you're not in the movie <laughs> as much, it becomes this killing movie. Right. Like It would be weird if he's snapping a
0: guy's neck and you're walking by with a tray going, ha, da, 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 <laughs> <and> <laughs> fake clapping in front of someone's face. That's it right. starts as a Western, basically, right? There's a sheriff in town. And then it becomes like a very 80s Rambo, almost Mammy Vice thing where just, just to shoot him up.
1: Yeah, but he's just killed brutally. I mean, there's the famous thing where he rips the guy's throat out. Right. Just like, just like he, he did in
0: Memphis. Just, yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. yeah. In Memphis, there's that dark, That's how he, he rips the guy's throat out. And he oh, almost right? rips
0: the bad guys. The main guy's throat out, but he has to hold back. Because so everyone else can kill him. Spoiler alert But everyone gets killed In this film
2: In Roadhouse
0: In Roadhouse Well you just imagine
2: A bouncer Having like the guilt Of 35 lives You know On on their conscience Yeah, yeah, Yeah That's quite amazing
0: But they laugh it off At the
1: end oh yeah. we get the girl and the girl's fine with it by the way she's like wow well, whatever You know, what's he like Well, he kills people he's got know. a
2: tight ass
1: <laughs> that's all she cares about yeah, exactly. from Tai Chi
2: yeah.
1: a lot of Tai Chi scenes. well there's actually one in fairness this film there's only one slow Tai Chi some movies they fill out time they'll have three or four scenes right, with right, the main right. guy's doing Tai Chi and someone goes he does Tai Chi every morning what was, we, what was Ben Gazzard did you work with him at all
2: yeah, he, um, I didn't have many scenes with him, but he was very revered and respected. Oh, Ben's yeah. coming! Ben's coming! You know, there more was more than Sam Elliott. Sort of. Yeah. Well, Sam yeah. Elliott was one of the gang. He's fu- he was like j- hanging out with everybody. He was one of the one of the gang. Ben of-
0: Gazzar has a history in. Um he did all his what's his name's movies John Cassavetes movies yeah Yeah, yeah. so that's why he is but he also he smokes a a cigar
2: and I think Joel had a lot of regard for him it just seemed like when Ben came on the set plus Ben was wearing fancy clothes and you know and they were really fancy like thousands and thousands of dollars worth
0: of not what he wore in the movie
2: wasn't he wearing like a
0: oh, white, yeah, the white suit, or suit? It was or all pleated to oblivion. I couldn't uh, <laughs> At the time
2: I remember it being like, Oh, Ben, you know, sure, Ben's yeah. coming and yeah, yeah, watch yeah. out. That's Ben's suit, you know, like if you're in the the <laughs> costume trailer or whatever. It's just like watch out for Ben, you know. Don't mess with it. But but um, Sam was just awesome and was oh, yeah. a part of the gang and you know, hung out with everybody all the time and,
0: so. and I know you haven't seen the movie in a long time, but one of the many things that confused me in the movie. Is uh, Sam Elliott shows up in this town where, uh, where Patrick Swayze is the bouncer? And I'm not sure why he showed up there or who brought him there or what his purpose was there. Did anyone else have that problem? <laughs> I, I felt like there was a hint when he talked on the phone
1: to Patrick oh, Swayze. He he had something going? Was up. He's like, eh, you yeah, know, not so much. So he knows. Maybe they gave oh, him the to pass. Help. Maybe Got he can it. read signs. Yeah. Yeah. He's just like, he heard came in in his voice. Help. Yeah. Okay. He was his mentor. And we know so, he's his mentor because yeah. he says, "I was your mentor." Right. Yeah. <laughs> Just so in case oh, we didn't get sense. it. That makes sense. Okay. Yeah. But I don't know why he thought he needed help. And he knew once he walked in, it's like, "Oh, that guy's gonna die." Like, ah. Yeah. Oh, when Sam walked in. Yeah. Aww, he You knew like yeah. that character. That's it. That's. He's gonna go. But there, it was a lot of awkward fight scenes in that with, with him. He got his ass kicked a lot, Sam Elliott. He was he was aging out of the game. Oh, is that, that was right? that was that was the thing. Yeah. Well, there's a good story. Strip club. Well, luckily, when he calls Sam Elliott. He's not working at a bank or at his house. He's working in a strip club, like just for the film, you know. Like, well, where is he gonna be?
0: I think that was. I'm gonna disagree. I think that was a uh, bar that happened to be having a wet T-shirt night. That's right. But that he was the bouncer at. But the night of the wet T-shirt. Yeah, no, not any other night. If you watch luck. a
1: cop show, someone dies in a bar. It's always a strip club, <laughs> or is a mafia guy is always in the back
0: of a strip club. They always
1: have to walk through a strip. You club. have to get yeah. in the strip club scene somehow. Yeah, somehow somebody's
0: killed in a strip club. It had the great '80s party scene. And and not having been to many parties in my life, there's an (laughs) 80s party scene where there's a huge mass of people who rip their clothes off as they run to the pool. Um... That, and that ben happens in this R's movie. Yeah. yeah.
1: That seemed like something out of Private School, your other film. Yeah. Where they just stole the scene. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: We was, shot that in San Jose. That was really fun. That was when we were all on location, and that was insane. Private of, School. Of, you know, inter- no, 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 no. That scene. At, oh, it
0: uh, was insane.
2: In, it was, well, just the... the ben Gazzara uh, a
1: huge party in his the, backyard.
2: Yeah, the, the the partying after the, you know, they'd say, rap, and we'd be like, Woo but oh, not stripping, not throwing our clothes up But on. it was we'll somebody's see. house. No, we were all in the hotel, Uh you know, and going to the the hotel bar and taking over the whole this whole little tiny area of that part of town. My memory is fuzzy, (laughs) (laughs) but I remember it being like you know we rolled into town, blew it up, and rolled out. You know, this
0: sounds as crazy as the movie. Like the it was. If
2: they did a uh, a behind the scenes, I think it would have been as crazy as the movie because there was. It was the, that is the I'm grateful for the experience because it was sort of the epitome of what I when I go back to speak in Santa Barbara to high school actors they want to know about Hollywood and I did experience Hollywood. Oh, yeah. you Nobody know yeah. asked me to be on a casting couch and never has and never will. <laughs> At this time my my opportunities have slim considerably. No, I'm sure But, but I, you
1: wanted to put paper lanterns on the on the <laughs> exactly. bulbs. I thought that was weird.
2: Exactly. But I um but I really did experience what what uh you could you could say was a classic kind of decadent Hollywood uh, so film. So Ben
1: Gazzara would do coke with you guys all. No, all not hours. Ben,
2: but everybody else. Like not to incriminate anyone, but right. I'm just saying, like those will, were the days. Those
1: were. That's so a big uh, days. thing they say in Hollywood: everyone but Ben Gazzara, ah. <laughs> <laughs> because usually he, he stands back in suit.
2: You know, he like they did condense his scenes, and he, you know to they were out. very. He was just treated with. I just remember him being treated with kit gloves kind uh-huh. of things. Kid gloves,
0: kit gloves, kid, kid? Ma- made of um, kid. Uh, oh like, Coat. oh really, yeah. soft. I told you, yeah, I love oh and they're made of kittens, nothing.
2: so you don't want to hurt them. Kid <clears throat> gloves.
1: There's a, there's a scene in the movie where uh, Patrick Swayze gets hired, and I felt like he was shaking down the bar because he said, "I want five thousand up front and five hundred a night," and that's what Ben Gazzara was charging them for, uh, for protection. Was
0: uh, the same thing. But he was actually providing protection. For, you for see it. the way that bar transformed. I had no idea that town, <laughs> that town, so desperately wanted like a David Buster's. Was
1: nothing there but a David Buster's. It was like a yeah. giant bar, and everyone from eight towns around because it didn't seem like there was such was a about. hunger there yeah. for a
0: for a safe bar. You know, they should have got cable. Maybe
1: they can get Dish. Maybe it's get all a people wanted in that That's town. That's the problem. Yeah, they That's wanted to go funny. and uh, not even a safe. Bar. Oh yeah, you're right. They wanted a safe bar. I don't know if you've seen that show, Bar Rescue. It's on Spike. Oh, it the same thing. Same thing. It's kind of like restaurant rescue or hotel rescue where a guy comes in and fixes up your bar that's dying. And I felt like Patrick Swayze was the bar rescue guy. On TV, he's this old Jewish guy who yells at people. But here's Patrick Swayze going, you can't sell drugs in my bar. And people are blatantly stealing from the, till, from the till. So it seemed like a really violent episode of Bar Rescue.
0: Yeah. Also, I just, uh, I just love the fact that, uh, that, that that guy came into some money and he's like, I wanna reinvest in my crappy bar, my crappy town. (laughs) (laughs) Like that that was really confusing to me. It's like (laughs) the bar a lot of money right now, but I know what I'm gonna spend it on. Went buy a huge bar <laughs> in a town with seven people <laughs> and uh, <laughs> clean it up.
2: That's what I yeah. used to say to people that uh, Patrick Swayze was a philosopher, but what he really wanted to do was be a bouncer. <laughs> yes. You know, like who, yeah. who does Cause that?
0: Because he, he wanted to save people. Yeah. He couldn't yeah. stop himself. Yeah. He couldn't stop himself.
2: Killed 35, 40, maybe took out 50, right? What but do, do you think? He
0: cleaned that town
1: up.
2: Yeah, they're dead. Everyone died.
1: <laughs> they're all dead. And he says, like, restraint, restraint, and he just like snaps necks out in the back. He had to. He had to. Well, he no. had to. He was forced. Once to they it. drove the monster <laughs> truck over that guy's car, you cardio knew that ship. was coming. There was a monster you truck. Had to do did you get to ride in the monster truck? No,
0: oh, no. I but I did.
2: Like everybody came out to watch the big blow, the big pyro blow up scenes. Doesn't it end in a fiery? Oh
0: yeah, they up There's arsonists things. in the movie, and they don't just light things on fire. They like. Fill it with enough explosives to like destroy a U.S. embassy. Like, I don't know why they need to put that much explosives in the building. It's like a Joel Silver explosion. Right? Yeah. Yeah. He's Joel Silver. If you're going to do
2: it, he's got to be bigger. Make it bigger.
0: <laughs> they really just wanted to burn down this guy's little like gas station. Oh, and remember they oh, blew yeah. it to smithereens. Like,
2: yeah. but we would all, everybody, we'd all come out of the, you know, and we'd all watch it like going to see fireworks. <laughs> well, that, that was the big.
0: weird thing because he shot that and there'd be a bunch of people, like this evil man sent a monster truck in to destroy a perfectly nice car dealership. And you were all watching, and he'd film you, and you were all clapping and thrilled. Uh, and I was like, this <laughs> town is full of horrible people. <laughs> Did you know you were even being filmed?
2: I haven't seen it I'm this just, so like, drawing a blank on the scene. You
0: rolled out of bed at
1: the hotel. <laughs> <and> you hung <laughs> exactly. over, a cup of coffee, <laughs> a blanket around you,
2: and you
0: were uh, watching the scene.
2: Exactly. No, I really, I really uh, don't remember that.
0: It's, it's a funny. movie that takes... Um, takes things somewhat lightly like you don't really feel the impact of everything and except for this one line one guy says which is so good and so real and so out of like a tom fontana out of like hbo's oz that it just it, well, yes it removes you from the movie i could i, I pause the movie
2: What's the line? So he's
0: fighting. You no, remember. Okay, you do. I don't well, I'll set it up and you can say the line. You may have the line better. Though. I don't to <laughs> no, set it up. He, well, he, uh, I
1: have it on my phone. I had to take a picture of it. The guy, Patrick Swayze is having a fight with the main bad guy. And then Ben Gazzara is number one. And they're out by the water and they're fighting and they're fighting. The guy gets, um, uh, gets a neck hold on Patrick Swayze. He's got his, his arm around Patrick Swayze's neck and he pulls back his hair. And he says, uh, the toughest thing you could think to say, which is, I used to fuck guys like you back in prison.
0: And you're like, oh, wow. That is. Good. That is like, could you imagine fighting something? Oh, thank you. If, you I, know, ever get, if you know, I ever get. good, If I ever get. No matter how small a fight it is or who it's with, I am saying that. Because that ends the fight. It end, right. The guy's like, whoa. How do you respond to that? Either he gets freaked out or he kisses you. Yeah. Either way, you know, you win. The it's the done. most intimidating thing you could possibly say. Are you looking quizzically as a woman, not knowing why? I am.
2: That's, I am. That's the
0: toughest thing you could say. Really? Yeah. It, it, it establishes your pecking order when you were in prison. Well, that uh, was a good part. Yeah, the prison part I, I went it, It's sexually threatening. Uh, and it, it's just, I used to fuck guys like you in prison. Like, think about, what's the line from um, City Slickers? I used to fuck guys like you in prison. No, no, no. It, was, it really to... took a dark
1: turn. <laughs> Billy Crystal fucking grabs that old guy around the neck.
0: No, Jack. balance <laughs> no. says, uh, what does it? Say? I used to shit guys like you for breakfast. What's the...
1: He's looking at our sound engineer, Brandon. I shit guys old. like you for breakfast. Whatever. It's, it's <laughs> the, it was so
0: tough at the time, but yeah. compared to this, it's nothing. No,
1: it's nothing. I'm going to pull up the picture. I took it. It'll be on the website.
0: Uh, I'm old, so I have to hold the phone very far. From it's me. so jarring that it, uh, it, it takes you completely out of the movie.
2: I used to fuck guys like you in prison. What? Oh, Patrick is saying that to him.
0: No, 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 no. Patrick hasn't been to prison. Not for what happened in Memphis. Patrick's head's back. Oh, that's Patrick. Oh, you got to voice down Oh, hello.
1: Very popular.
2: Patrick's getting, and the bad guy, uh, what, um Gazara's bad guy, is pulling his hair back. Yeah,
1: he looks like Patrick a little bit. I don't know. But should we turn him around? You see, is you that Marshall about, Teagues? The the main bad guy.
2: Yeah. I wonder if it's I like Marshall. i turn Teagues. off
0: your phone for your podcast.
1: No, it was off. I turned it on. The oh, phone, I the picture. It, right, right. And now everyone's blowing me up because I'm very, uh, very popular. Did anyone else? Oh, the picture of me and Bill Cosby on my phone. No big deal. Oh, oh that's, that's great. Did you use that line on him? I'm Bill Cosby. Yeah, yeah. Looked at the, the picture father. of you and me on the phone. And he got very impressed with himself. If it's Marshall Teague's, <laughs>
2: this guy Marshall Teague's, he was a he's a like a Green Beret Vietnam War vet. Right, and they're, apparently not. they're
1: still friends. Yeah. If you watch the uh, the DVD extra, of the interview, and they were friends after the movie.
2: Yeah, they were. They certainly and the, and he uh, he may have helped Patrick in the fighting scenes and stuff, choreographing as I recall.
1: And there was a lot of scenes where they went in the trailer by themselves. Like apparently, <laughs> <laughs> we don't know. <laughs> Allegedly,
0: it was. It was uh, uh, we're, we're, we'll,
1: be, we'll be done in a minute. Sorry
0: about that. Well, it, Kathleen's it, son walked in almost at the, the worst time. It was a uh, it was a tremendous movie. I, I was surprised. I'd never seen it. I've heard about it. I didn't I didn't expect it to start where it started or end where it ended. And uh, I was not bored.
2: Well, that's good. I mean, to me, if as long as it lifts you up from your um, seat in the theater and places you in a world that is something you've never experienced before, and plops you back down in your seat. To me, that sort of is a movie that works. Now, whether or not it's right. good or not, then then the movie does work on some level. Hold on one second. Close the door. Close the door right now. I'm going to count to three. Are you going to get a consequence? It's not cool. Use the line on I'm well, um, Close the door. <laughs> Sorry about that.
1: Sorry. No, the door is very close. Yeah. I assume that didn't make back its budget, Right. Uh, by now it has people can't stop watching that movie why is that really yeah it's a big hit film I don't know it's colleges and they showed midnight screening the other night is it just because it goes off they sent it to you
2: no oh it's
1: CineFamily they showed midnight screening and they had
0: a preview for it before a movie and people just went nuts and you're all over the preview I am yeah it's because it goes off the rails right it gets super super crazy violent for no reason and that's exciting I guess but they were showing all the, the cool bar scenes which is what the movie is
2: the hookers thing was hilarious. The That's drugs and sure alcohol.
0: You keep throwing out hookers. You don't know that they could have just been... Right? Couldn't they have just Hef, been...
2: People that hang out at Hefner's house. True. Chicks that enjoy uh, Hefner's company.
0: No, but the, play, the the women who are in Playboy or at Hef's house for parties are kind of like women who were willing to take off their shirts in a movie. True. And who are interested in meeting actor types. True. Um, and so maybe those things, maybe there's no money exchanged.
2: Maybe not. Right? And I would. I want to go on record as saying maybe not. Maybe no, they were just chicks you don't that were no. like... Let's be
0: honest. Let's go off record for
1: a I
2: second. Just, no way there was a true. lot of energy of Going in and out of these beautiful trailers. There's a lot I'm not of... I'm that they had sex with... If it's a rockin', don't bother knocking.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure they had sex with lots of the actors, but it doesn't necessarily mean they're hookers, right? That's
2: true. And I think that should... I should go on record as saying that yeah. that is correct.
0: They could have just been young, eager, starlet type. shit. You should go down yeah. to Strip Club
1: and apologize to these ladies.
0: Hi, I'm Eddie Pepitone from the Long Shot Podcast. I enjoy Proudly Resents. Ready? Get a pencil. <laughs> I'll wait. Okay. Got one? Okay. Make a comment or suggest a film at reachadam@mac.com. at mac.com. That's reachadam@mac.com. at mac.com. Join us on Facebook or be old school and go to our website. Proudlyresents.com. If you like the show, put the episode up on your Twitter, Facebook, stumble upon, dig, you know, all those things. Tell a friend, I'm Eddie Pepitone, and my Twitter account is at Eddie Pepitone.
1: Is this the movie people remember you best about?
2: No. No. No, 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 no. Come People up usually you. think I'm the girl from Cop Rock, which you would not know. Or I've seen every
0: episode of Cop Rock. Oh, are yeah. you serious? But you are not the girl from Cop Rock. Right?
2: I'm the girl that sells the baby. You are right? not. That I sing. <laughs> whoa,
0: <laughs> whoa, <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Let's <laughs> talk about Cop Rock a little bit. <laughs> you, do you sing the song? Yeah, oh I sang it
2: live in South Central LA. There was actual cops coming I'm
0: around. I'm so freaked out right are now. Are you
2: serious? I'm it, flattered. It's a, do you
0: guys know the song? It's yeah. a song about um, selling your baby for crack. Yes, I've sold many. So you weren't just selling your baby for crack, you were singing about it.
2: I sing, I lullaby to my baby. It's the guy amazing. drives up and, and uh, I gives me the money so uh-huh. I can go get, some, get my fix. And then I hand him my baby. Goodbye.
0: And Goodbye. it's a song written by, um, as they all were. Yeah, um, Randy, Newman. Randy Newman. Now, it was a cop show musical. Yes. yes. Steven Bosco <laughs> made Hill Street Blues and made this. I know, yes. in my opinion, this is I think Roadhouse is a, is a troubled, flawed movie. Uh, I think cop rock is just good like legitimately just good like I know if it's a very weird thing to do and people it freaked people out. And it was easy to make fun of. But I think it totally worked.
2: Oh. I well. love
0: cop rock. I was, oh, yeah. I, it's my favorite botch. Not even I, ironically. Not because, ironically. No. I, mean, I like musicals. You have to like musicals to like
1: it. But. And you like murder and women selling their babies there for murder. There wasn't crack. that much murder. <laughs> show Crow was in
0: that episode, I think, right? Was she? I think so. Yeah, wow. That's I, was. I oh. sang
2: a song at my friend's 50th birthday party. And I had written a song for her. And Show Crow said, hey, I like your song. I was like,
0: oh. Oh,
2: that's a good thing wow. for that's a great. person who plays music for fun and for free, right? Yeah, that's that a good a moment. Road. I'm trying to hang on to that.
0: Did you have lots of cop rock moments or was that just your...
2: I sang three songs in cop rock, but that seems to be the moment. All
0: that... in that episode or you were...
2: No. In, um,
0: so you were, rec- you were like a junkie is was recurring. No, yeah. uh, what else were
1: you singing about? Do you remember?
2: I wrote one of the songs no. too, actually. Yeah. I they were,
1: Really? Yeah. I,
2: I always try to get Mike because he gets some <laughs> dog, you know. So I was try to be. What my, was the song? About? I got a million of them. Um. What was, I can't. I honestly, for yeah, period, yeah. my husband was doing dope in my trailer the whole time, and I was <laughs> gonna sing. I'm like, stop it! He found all the drug dealers around, oh, you know that. Yeah, on, and on. I was like, why are there cholo's in my trailer? I'm working, you know.
1: Oh, so you go back amazing. in the trailer and there's guys just hanging out. You get the head nod when you walk back. In the yeah, trailer. no,
2: it was just an amazing time of my life. And you know, when I was actually shooting that scene, I was uh, so. Um, astounded by who, what self respecting mother would be like. I think my kid would be perfect for the crack baby. I mean, I'm just saying, <laughs> like, who was that?
1: Yeah, my kid was crack baby number four. <laughs> I mean, who
2: does that? Yeah, exactly. Not, not a like, Gerber. who? I mean, my kid was the shoe in. Like, and so <laughs> I was singing to the baby, and the music crescendos, and we're doing it live, and they're in this huge uh, crane camera shot. And when I sang, like, the big clothes, you know, like the, the baby startled and it looked at me like
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: and i start laughing but at the time i had like tears streaming down my cheeks so it seems that and and you know you know as an actress that you are never permitted to yell cut in a scene so i just finished out singing the song but what makes me laugh is i think people found the fact that i was Amused uh, with the tears, like some sort of great acting thing. Uh-huh. And I'm telling you that it was just oh, a right, right, right. completely, I guess it was in the moment because I'm responding to the poor little crack baby. being startled you know and the music crescendos but uh you know i always feel like people have added on like oh pathos you know who are these
0: people who are uh compliment me on this cop rock i
2: don't you know it's really strange like um I, i wouldn't be able to tell you but you know when somebody is like respectful and recognizes me in a in a like the way you responded um, it's usually cop rock. It's, it's a great show. It, they usually were, they usually liked that or um, when I was in ER, like the people liked my character. Well,
1: ER is a huge show and you're part of the show. It's just so weird The cop rock, which everyone deems is, you How know, many ERs did show? you
0: do?
2: Two years of, oh, yeah, were, and when they got like know. the big, uh, you know, they were like, we're going to write you out because they didn't want to deal with the babies anymore, which was fine. And also the girl that played what my sister. What, babies? what do you mean? Well, I had a baby that I gave to,
0: not off the phone. This is unbelievable. I had a baby so, that I didn't I didn't expect gave. the podcast to be professional, but this is... I was on <laughs> to show the picture. <laughs> wow. All right. I had Did you a... Go? Did you see Bill Cosby? Go
2: ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I had a baby... Your character had a baby. My character had a baby that I dumped off at Sherry Stringfield's house that she had to raise. Mm-hmm. And when... Um, twins... Grow into toddlers. They oh. become like time and money sucks. It's difficult to have toddlers on right. a set because you know they're starting to understand what's happening.
1: They want more you know. money. Yeah, they do more you know, coke. They want and, uh, better hookers. They were also.
2: They, I felt like John Wells was kind of done with my character. You know, uh-huh. I mean, told, he told me in a really nice way. You know, <laughs> was this Clooney Clun- ER ER? or which, Yeah, yeah. Clooney and Tony and yeah. Was he a charmer? I've known George. See, George is like an actor like me for 100 years. I've known George since I was 18, private school. So George and I, every pilot season, we did a show together. We did a a music show called, it was with Jonathan Prince. um, I can't remember. But it was a music show. And he and I had a scene in an elevator, George and anyway, George is, and we have all the same friends and his best buddy went to college with me and I hung out with him one summer. Like he's just w- one of the, one of, one of the gang, you know, he was right. like one of our people. And then when he did ER, he was smart enough to get a publicist and those that got publicists shot into stardom wow. and those who did not get publicists drifted into, um, you know, the big podcast, vat of podcasts? podcast? <laughs> no but I wouldn't have gotten up you know the, the thing about ER is they paid me as a guest star and I was unable to go um, out on pilots that year because they said I was too recognizable for so, ER and it was a real like a weird, tough and yeah. drag like wow you know yeah. those guys are getting zillions of dollars and it's not my show I mean that's fine but then to then have that as a as a thing to ding you on right. I don't know maybe, maybe it was my agency saying, nobody wants you. <laughs>
1: well, well, let's wrap this up, because we got your agents outside. Going no, it's my
2: kid. He keeps poking his He's head He's also in. Louis C.K.'s agent. You have to close the door.
1: <laughs> A little bit older. Well, thank you very much, Kathleen. Oh, your, what a
2: pleasure. That I was a totally lot of fun. enjoyed it. I wish I had not such a spotty memory of them.
1: No, it makes it better. No, what'd you do? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm glad you did, because they're better stories. Oh. So, Kathleen, your show is called
2: suckthejoy.com www.suckthejoy.com
1: and you got to put the three w's otherwise you get a totally different oh, you get a lot of naked is... pictures <laughs> yeah, <Exactly>. just, Suck <laughs> the joy. yeah and joel your your book is man made uh, a, a super quest for masculinity this is true that's true oh great and it's resents ends dot and at prowler's, ends. prowler's ends. thanks thanks thank you very much thank you Adam, that, that, we're, we're out of time
2: for this interview. Everybody's tweeting, faving, and deleting. Follow Friday, some of you know. And play Dream Tweet, the game show to go. Ah,
0: it's the game show to go. Dream Tweet, everybody. It's the celebrity-based... Twitter-themed game show that's coming your way where two Twitter titans go head-to-head in a battle of wits and wisdom. Tune in, subscribe on iTunes, and there'll be a new game every single week. And remember, if if things get a little
2: bit sassy, just try and keep in mind that I'm just being a bitch.
0: That's my catchphrase, and I'll be using it, and we'll be having laughs, and it's gonna be a lot of fun. It's Dream Tweet, the game show to go, and it's coming soon.
2: Dream tweet. Right. So it was strange, and you're right. And I, I am gonna, I, I take back what I said that there were hookers. I'm just, I guess, I'm saying like <laughs> hookers, hookers, drugs, you know, free flowing booze, right. because it felt like it's, that right. for me, okay. energetically, like that. I am in Hollywood now. But you you're not, not gonna I mean?
1: backtrack on the drugs and the. Free flowing well
2: booze. for uh, yeah, I can't really go back on that. <laughs>
1: okay, <laughs> <'Cause the story laughs> good too many
2: witnesses a... to be like, oh boy. <laughs> <laughs>